And the timer has begun. Quiet on set. Except don't be quiet on set because it's a podcast. Okay. <laughs> that was terrible, honey. Because <laughs> I, I wrote that as the title for yesterday's podcast and I was like. I mean. But don't be quiet on just, set. That's why he loves me. No, okay, you're so corny sometimes. It's it's just. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's in my blood. Hello, friends. Welcome to the couple ship. I'm Maria Leandra. And I'm Jules. And we are a husband and wife team on a mission to shift the way we live our lives and co-create what really matters. We don't always agree, but together we're figuring it out. Thank you for joining us. We're so glad you're here. Any other corny lines you want to throw out on us? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Welcome to day 12, right? Because uh, I uh, doubled up on day 8, was it? Yeah, It's did. my favorite number, so it makes sense. Yes, I think it was uh, right, but you did it twice. And it's, you know, it's a number of infinity and abundance, so that's why. We fixed it, though. So today is number 12 Hold of on a second. You just said a number, number of infinity, but infinity is not a number. I mean, eight is a representative of infinity. The shape. This is the in- it's not just a shape. Okay. This is classic. Classic moment right here. It's a shape. Right here. Right here. Well, right, here. <laughs> right here. Are you trying to zoom on me now? No, I haven't. It, it, I, I don't know how many times. It's like you don't listen to me. It's what I... Huh? You don't huh? listen to me. Now. Huh? Now. Huh? Now. Now huh? it's on you. Huh? I have a conundrum, babe. Uh, what's your conundrum, babe? Am I supposed to dress up for these podcasts now? I don't care. Because I'm not going to. There's nothing happening here. I'm wearing a Podfest <laughs> shirt that I um. You did dress up. You're wearing like a I, I podcasting mean, costume. I, I guess it's my or Podfest uniform, shirt not costume. Uniform. Is what I and I, what I slept in. It's a very comfortable shirt, and I just put on the hat because you know my hair's my hair. Yeah, so. I put a bra on, and I did change the shirt. But well, that's a first step. <laughs> that's so. a first step number one. Put a bra on, cover the nips. Yeah, no, it's I just whatever. I told you, like, start ugly, right? <laughs> Coño, are you calling me ugly now? No, I know I, you're not. I, it just sounds funny. <laughs> no, I, so, start ugly, literally, literally, no, literally. Get out of bed. Get out of hideous, bed. Hideous. <laughs> with terrible breath. And uh, let's just get the gay no, day I, going. I gotta say, I've always, always felt. Um, oh, listen, listen. My armpits have been. What's going on there, babe? I don't know what's going on in my armpits. We have a mystery them, here. I wash them, and I'm like, eh, I don't like that. <laughs> and and before There's my a... mother would say, "You're not scrubbing hard enough." I I've used. Uh, we have those like freaking <laughs> sandpaper gloves that are for. Uh, exfoliating gloves. exfoliating gloves and i've gone in there i've rubbed them with with some really good soap and i'm just getting in there the problem is i can't do anything with the the left hand so it's like yeah <laughs> I, I gotta get in you there. gotta get in there babe gotta get, you gotta <laughs> I, get in there oh we're going just, in we're going in we are going in we're going in deep so yes. um yeah i i've just uh i just i've been stinky I feel mm. like I've been. St- I mm-hmm. feel like I've been stinky, and I I hate it. I hate that feeling. Delicious, delicious. Yeah. Sorry to start your day like that, guys. But uh, yeah, right. It is. Um. So you said you wanted to say something. You wanted to talk about something today. Um. Well, I wanted to ask if I if I'm supposed to put any effort in on my face. And I said no. And you said no. So. And I was gonna say I've always appreciated the fact that you've always appreciated me more without makeup. I love. The way my wife looks without makeup. 
Um, and I'm a very, very low makeup kind of gal to begin with. But, you know, like putting no on a couple of, things no here and there. No offense to the women that need to put on a lot of makeup. Or, or choose to. Or, uh, let me, let's say not need. Yeah. Right. Because you don't need to. Let's just get it, let's just get it straight. Mm-hmm. This microphone. Um, so annoying. The, they might think they need or they choose to. They might to, think or, they need or they just don't like. They definitely choose to. They, 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 think, they might it's a think choice. they need. It's a choice. But... You have seen those people where you're like, who the hell is this person? Yeah, like you see them makeup. without makeup. And, it's and like, you're just like, this is not the same person. It can't be. Yeah. Um, Embrace your face. And then your face becomes healthier. I'm oh, convinced well, about yeah. that. So I've always loved that when, uh, that you don't you don't go crazy on that stuff. Because yeah. I just, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I, no, I'm I very. Wanna, I don't like that look. I don't I'm want... very natural when it comes to that stuff. <laughs> so, um. We're not going to get into too many details, but yesterday, did we record? No, we recorded before we saw the house yesterday. I think so. We saw a we house saw a that house. we was kind of fell in love we with. Fell in love with, and we'll see. And where again, we're in goes. a we're in the rental market right now, so right, that's right. the that's the goal. That felt really exciting, and um, no, the thing I wanted to I wanted you to get all like wisdom like and philosophical because we were watching that david attenborough special earlier oh man and that's just that's your zone and i thought earlier i was like we got to get into this on a podcast episode and you know what better time it's than such a difficult it's such a a bitter not bittersweet What's explain go into a little bit of david attenborough well first of all i've always loved david attenborough he for those who don't don't watch nature programs because you know people might be like, or if you've only seen a few then you've definitely probably seen David Attenborough if you remember the Planet Earth series. But even before that, Nature, um, for those in the U.S., like the PBS uh, Nature series mm-hmm. he's been on, he's done a lot of specials on. But he's been doing nature documentaries since, I want to say, the, jeez, uh, since he was tw- in his 20s. He's 93 right now, mm. at least as of the last video that was put on Netflix. Um and the, and the the documentary um, talks about the state of our planet, and not necessarily the state of our planet. It's where the planet is going, what has happened, and it's very it's very well done. And he's become, you know, even at the age of ninety three, he continues to you know try to spread the word of you know we need to change the way we are, we need to change mm-hmm. um, our habits, we need to change everything because I don't people don't realize it. This planet's going. To hell in a handbasket, and we are the ones that built that handbasket to hell. So yeah. it's um um it's 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 a prof- it's it's a profound it's it's a sad and but at the same time, towards the end of the documentary, it really shows we can do this. We can change our path. We can change this. Mm-hmm. But it's not gonna take. It's it's not gonna be just a few people. It's got to be everybody. And, 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 you know, are there things that we do in our daily lives that we could fix? Yes, absolutely. That we can change mm-hmm. and help. Oh, yeah. And we should. And we, and we and we need to try and we need to push and persevere that. And also pass that down to, you know, our son, basically, the next generations to do. So they can have a place and they can enjoy the places mm-hmm. that we got to enjoy. And it's so, it's so crazy. We say that now because we're only in our, well, we're, we're only, I'm 30, I'm 36, you're 40. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the last 20 years, we've already experienced, we see it, we've seen it in the places that we've gone, how the mm-hmm. land has changed. 
<clears throat> either places like I used to go camping all the time in um, in the Everglades, and that's changed dramatically in the 20 years. Um, and the oceans that we've I've fished out of off the coast of Florida, it's mm-hmm. like some people say, oh, yeah, the fishing was great. No, not where it was 30 years yeah, ago. Yeah. Hell no. Hell no. And it's like you got to go further out. You got to go find more remote and it's all this stuff. It's just it's just, a, you know, people don't take it. People take it for granted until it's at their doorstep, mm-hmm. which in, in our case, in our case in Miami, you know. It's definitely going to be at our doorstep in just a couple of years. It has, you know, we've experienced whenever there's a king tide, which is um, just to give you an idea that the king tides, there's king tides and there's spring tides. Um, not king. I'm sorry, not king tides and spring tides. There, king tide is a spring tide. Um, there's spring tide and neat tide. Spring tides are basically when it's either a full moon or a new moon. So it's the strongest of the tides, the highest of the high and the lowest of the low tides. And, and we um, just had a new moon on Friday. Right. And the king tide. I mean, a full moon. Full moon. The king tide is, is a name given to the basically the highest spring tide of the year. Basically where the moon's closest to us. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple times in the year that that happens, I, I believe. And um, people that live on the coastal areas in South Florida, Miami, have already experienced flooding from just the tides alone. Uh, pretty bad. And the Keys, it's like constant flooding. Sorry, if you heard that, my son's slamming his iPad. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, um, there's constant flooding issues uh, happening. And it's not because of rain. It's just because the ocean is lapping up at the doorstep. Yeah. So we're already starting to ex- experience some of these things. And right now it's a nuisance, but it's going to become something that we cannot stop. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it will literally, literally affect where people Our live, coastlines. the yeah. coastlines, the... The, the city will change like the literal like border of the yes. city of Miami and, it already and has. many other cities in the world. And will it already just has. There, it already has. There was a documentary. Not a, I don't know if it was a documentary. It was an article I think I read from Louisiana. There's this pilot, um, these pilots that, you know, small pilots that, that are uh, small planes that they're flying over the deltas of uh, in, in New Orleans and stuff like that. And they have pictures of 30 years ago and then today. And you're like, that's the same wow. place. And then. And the saddest part about it is that they say, no, no, that's not because of climate change. Yeah. It's like, are you that freaking thick skulled, thick headed that you would say that? It's like, are you kidding me? So, you know, it was an eye opening documentary. It's. It's 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 it seems like. We're heading down a path that, you know, even. Even if we try, it's, you know, the planet we're ruining it, but I feel like we have to. Yeah. Like, it's not no, about, and, and it's not about like, Oh, we're screwed anyway. So why not? No, 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 no. We have to do this. And we that, have to make and that right there, if is, we can destroy this planet, we can basically, we can, we can, uh, yeah. we can fix it. Yeah. And I think the most powerful, you know, when at the end he says, it's really not even about us saving the planet. It's like, not. Oh, it's about really us saving ourselves. Exactly. And the, what, one of the things that hit me and because I'm always into this, you know, what are we bringing in, which you can call it mindset, you can call it, you know, what are you literally calling into existence? It's the thinking of, oh, well, this is all kind of like screwed up anyway. So why bother? Little things don't really matter because it's happening regardless. It's so detrimental because then you're in that space of you're not looking towards what's possible. And 
you know, imagine if we did that in our lives right now with what you're going through. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If we if, were like, if we were like, oh, whatever, oh, I'm screwed. You know, whatever. You can't know, do anything about it. If that was our mindset every day, things would be very, very different. Yes. and would go into hell in a handbasket like in a in a second because that's what you would call in. You would literally like that's what you manifest. That our, you know, our our the frequencies we give out with our thoughts are so powerful and our actions, but specifically with our thoughts. So imagine if a significant number of people would shift, which is what I believe David Attenborough is his vision of doing with his, with his documentaries and the information he disseminates. And I can so understand that myself as someone who also has a vision to like spread something like a message to enough people where it creates like a critical mass, like a shift. And then all of a sudden the thinking goes into actually, Oh yeah, there is something we can do about this. And then it begins to happen little by little. And when he shows, because he shows examples of the Netherlands and examples of Japan and examples in places where Costa Rica, where they're actually things are working over the period of many years, but they're working. You go, oh, OK, people need to see what's possible. It's so important. And that's why. And, and at the end, when it when when it what it said in like this little line on the black screen that said this is David at David Attenborough's like witness like, this is him, his witness statement, it said. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was like, yeah. oh, chills. Yeah. No, that was that was a, that was a, a big thing right there where you said he gave examples of like, look, we've in 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 not, not just small areas mm-hmm. of this planet where we've made these changes, where we've made some uh, substantial changes that have benefited the not only the environment around it but the economy around it as well yeah. like with the netherlands yeah you, you said the netherlands they were the second i didn't know this but they were the second uh uh the number two country in exporting of of of, of food yeah and it's no the clue. way they're they're yeah it, it, high very dense um densely populated uh nation but they are able to their the, the their farming technologies that they are doing are is mm-hmm. amazing Using less pesticides, less fertilizers, uh, growing indoors, um, mm-hmm. in cities, it's things beautiful. like that. No, it's beautiful. great. It's, it's like, great. Um, like really impressive when yeah. you saw it. The other one was, um, I forgot where it was, but it was, I I'm, I'm, I want to say it was not the Caribbean. It was, um, uh, I guess. Are you talking about the seaweed one? No, that, that was there was a growing, Costa Rica one there was deforestation Rica was a, was a deforestation that over which, 25 years, but yeah. it became it, it was from government well, regulations. Right. And the government was like, no, we got to rebuild this. And they got it. Like, I what, mean, 50% what a, of the what country, a the, the foresight yeah. to 25 years ago beating the government be like, mm-hmm. no, that's that's no, it. And this. they enforced like private landowners to start replanting native trees. Yeah. And so now 25 years later, there's a significant growth in the like the forest land yeah. versus where it had been before that it was decimated to like a quarter of what it used to be. And yeah. now they've seen a huge, a huge the, shift. The other one was the fishing one, which was, was like no, fi- no fish uh, zones were, were, oh, were right. predominant yes. areas where there was uh, mass uh, fishing. And they just said straight up, no, you can't fish here. There's no fishing here at all. And what's happened is the oceans, the, um, the seas around those no fish zones, the mm-hmm. fish overflow into those areas. Mm-hmm. And so, the locals are actually catching more fish now because of the no fish zones. Right. So um, it's something that we could absolutely do because I guess the math 
theoretically the math checks out mm -hmm. um if we have more of these no fish zones then we can sustain our population with food from the ocean mm -hmm. um without as as a, a true the whole thing is about true renewable source mm -hmm. so and what he said is that you know what we see in in just in nature is that the only way for a species to thrive is if everything is thriving around it. Yeah. So when you look at like the purest spaces in nature, the only way for a certain animal or a certain plant life or insect to thrive or bacteria or whatever is if everything else is thriving around it. Yeah, which the, di is the diversity is so Exactly, important. which is contrary to what human beings doing. over yeah. the course of, you know, a long time have generated is that we are not in a space of everybody else gets to thrive it's all it's been a very selfish very uh politicized commercialized way of pillaging yeah pillaging the planet and you know when he said when he says at the end it's like nature nature knows like life finds a way well that's and mother nature can find her way and boy will she find her way and we saw that early on in the pandemic where yeah you know, animals and spaces and the air and everything. It was like just a few weeks of human beings not being like not being outside. In the mix. <laughs> it was like, like all of a sudden the animals were like, oh, oh we have okay, some here we let's, go. Let's go. So back. Yeah. it can happen very quickly. Yeah. Well, the, the, here's the thing. I think that the, you mentioned what you mentioned in the statement. It's not about it's about saving us, mm -hmm. right? <clears throat> uh, Mother Nature has no problem dealing with mass extinctions. It's already done it five times. Yeah. So, and it's bound, rebound. Yeah. This planet, I, I think we can destroy, uh, we will, uh, we can destroy it in the sense of destroying it for ourselves. Right. But when we're gone, that, you know, the planet will be like, yeah, thanks. I yeah. got this. And now uh, I will take over yeah. again. And I don't feel, worry. so the planet is going to be fine. You know what I feel? For it's, itself, like, it's us. It's like Mother Nature is straight up a mom and we're like the toddlers in the room. And she's like, you know, I'm going to let you learn, figure things out. You're going to let your, you fall. You let you fall. Hit, <laughs> hit, your head head. On, hit your head on the countertop a couple times, even though I already pointed it out and probably put a little rubber thingy on it <laughs> so you wouldn't hit it so hard. I don't, but, yeah. but you know what? You're You're going to like... And, and if you don't, you're going to die. <laughs> and she's like, and she's being very patient. I think Mother Nature's being very, see, we think because human beings have this audacity and this ego-based mindset that goes, oh, we're the predominant species here because we're so smart. Um, no, <laughs> actually, <laughs> no, no, that's no. not the case. Um, yeah. And this is like big picture thinking. And I think again, zooming out, out into all the shifts and changes that are happening at very big, profound levels, part of, and this is the work that I go into very deeply, is how do we balance the divine feminine with the divine masculine, which creation and nature is very much of the feminine. And the masculine has been so, and this is not about a, you know, men versus women, everybody, each one of us individually has these energies within us. It's just that for such a long period of time, we've all been veering towards the masculine, which is very much about conquest and conquering and overtaking rather than the, yeah. you know, the the very much receptive and co-creative nature of the true divine feminine, which is, by the way, where societies, you know, hundreds and thousands of years ago used to live. It was, it was that. And then things shifted. And this is all in a blink of an eye, like... 
in the grand scheme of things. Oh, that's the how, other thing. How, what have human beings been alive on the planet for? That's the other thing. Like a second? Over... Uh, 200,000... <laughs> like when you look at over, the whole... Over, like our, us as he, homo sapiens, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think over 200,000 years. Um, but but, but the crazy when you thing compare is, it to the entire history of the planet as we know it, yes, it's but, like a second. It's like blink and you missed it. But let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. The amount of... Tell like, it to me, for, baby. He mentions it in the... In the episode, he's like the amount of CO2 that we pumped into this, uh, into our atmosphere, right? From, mm -hmm. you know, fo burning fossil fuels, deforestation, um, whatever, all that stuff, burning the, burning the carbon mm -hmm. that was buried and sequestered by nature underneath us, basically. Um, we've burned more, uh, we, we've burned the equivalent of volcanoes that had erupted in one of the previous extensions that took um, over a million years for the volcanoes to release this carbon mm -hmm. we did that in 200 years so <laughs> i mean we're pretty good uh we're pretty efficient we are <laughs> i mean i'm laughing but it's, but it's yeah unfortunately so i don't want this to turn into a to why not you don't want it to turn into what what are you subconscious of babe i'm not subconscious about it i not just subconscious, i don't I, I just I, what i'm saying is i think it's something that you know, if you guys have an opportunity to watch, what's it called? It's on Netflix. I, you know what? I'm terrible. Well, I'll, it's the latest I'll, I'll David Attenborough it's latest, special. It's, yeah, it's on Netflix and it's it should come up if you're just looking. Yes. Uh, also, David Attenborough and I share a birthday. So, of course, she loves it. Which is why I think Jules loves me. Uh, yeah, because I love him. So, I think he's great. <laughs> he didn't know this, by the way, until a couple No, I didn't know it a couple days ago. No, a couple, a year ago. Yeah. No, or it was like two birthday. years ago. When I, when I turned 38, I remember that was a significant birthday for me because it was right after, a couple months after I'd been laid off. Things I think were it's called A Life ways. on Our Planet. A Life on David Our Attenborough, Planet. David A Life on Our Planet. Yeah. And that, this man is just, yeah, I, I mean. Him. He's great. He is a priceless. He's, he's truly, I, and... And let me say, because again, I want to speak into the visionary nature of people like him. We get, we got to listen. We got to listen. Yeah. You got to pause. You got to watch. You got to ha have your kids watch with you and experience because this man has a beautiful way of landing the message in a space of possibility. He's not telling everybody what you're doing wrong. He's like, you know, just. Well, let's, I mean, let's, he kind of. Well, <laughs> but it's more like just open your eyes. But it's just the obvious. It's and like, it's, not to mention the fact that these. Um, specials are always impeccably shot and they're yeah. beautiful and they're yeah. everything about them is just like <gasps> it makes you appreciate where mm -hmm. we live that much more so and if, if there's no politics behind this at right. all there's no politics behind any right. of that and uh no it's just it's such a it's such a well done he everything he's done everything i've watched of his um is always impeccable yes you know? i um I use a, I used to use a lot when I used to teach. I used to use a lot of his his docu series mm -hmm. um, uh, to show the kids, uh, just because there's the information that he provides and and just the way it's written, it, it cap it's captivating. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. So. And oh, you know what you mentioned about the somebody asking him about retirement. And oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because he still was like, oh, somebody was asking him about, oh, you've been doing this for so long. He's 93. He's still at it. He's still doing new specials, like sitting in a studio. This is, this is, this takes a lot. Actually, he, he actually was in Chernobyl in this. He, he, I mean, he sat in the studio. Yes. Yeah. But he also shot a couple things in was Chernobyl. Was that, for, was that shot for this one? Yes. It was that, shot. That's not from a previous no, special? No, no, no. It was shot for this one. The man is, is a stud. 
Yeah. So. And I said to Jules, this is what, again, I, I really resonate with the mission. This is, this is what it means to live with on purpose, to like lean into your calling. It's not about retiring from a job. This is just your work. It's just what you do. Yeah. You came, he came on this earth to be that voice, to create this, to be that. And so it's, I feel the same way because I don't feel like work is like, oh, okay, clock in, clock out. It's, this is for me is like a, it's a vision and it keeps getting clearer and clearer. Yeah. And I can see myself at a very old age being the same. Like obviously it'll evolve and it'll shift and you know, you won't be doing the same things you're doing earlier on, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's a calling. It's not a job. It's a calling. And I love that he models that for other people, which is very powerful. Yeah. David Edinburgh Love Fest. I guess that's what you're going to have to title the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we love David Attenborough. We love David. Yes. yes, we do. We do. We love do. to meet him. What else, babe? Uh, this morning, I actually slept a little bit. Yeah. I, I never sleep in. Um, and um, How'd that feel? It was weird. I woke up and I was all confused. I'm like, oh my God, it's, t it's, 10, it's 10 o'clock. Well, you, actually, okay. you said you thought it was like a weekday when you woke up. Yeah, I thought it was like Monday or I had missed my physical therapy or something. Mm -hmm. um, it was just very strange. I I fell asleep and I wasn't wearing my uh, my watch. My uh, I have a Samsung Galaxy watch. And um, I think that's the reason why I slept in. Because I have timers to take my medication. Because there's a meditation I take uh, twice a day, um, my Rizazole, and um, for the ALS, and it's a it's a pill you got to take. Uh, you, you can't eat anything for two hours before, or you can't eat anything for an hour after. So it's like if it's if I wake up a little bit late, I'm like, oh, let me just take it now, and then I'll wait and I'll eat something. Mm -hmm. um, or if I wake up earlier, I'm like, okay, let's eat now so I can take it in a couple hours or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, and it's. I have it on my Google calendar or whatever as a reminder every day in the morning at nine o'clock. It it vibrates my wrist and tells me, hey, go take your pill. Um, and also at 10 o'clock or nine o'clock at night to take the pill, too. It's just a reminder. I don't necessarily, uh, you know, I I don't necessarily follow it exactly like at those times. Mm -hmm. But it's it's just nice to be like, oh, I haven't taken my pill. I got to take it. Yeah. Um. And since I didn't have my watch on, I wonder if that's the reason why. I slept in a little bit. It wasn't bothering you. Plus also notifications. You get so many notifications. Your watch is always glowing in some way. So that's got to be bothersome. No, 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 no. My wife, my wife, my watch. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> my wife is my watch. Um, no, 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 no. Um, no, my, the reason why it glows like that is, is it has the, the, SAO, the, the oxygen saturation uh, sensor. Um, and some other sensors underneath, so it shoots that Good green laser. Techie, a techie man. I mean, whatever. It's a cool watch. I love it. I've it had it for cool over, what, over a year? Two years almost? Two. Two years, I would yeah. Say over I've two had years. it for two years. It's been great. Definitely better than an Apple Watch. Sorry. It's just a fact because it lasts five days compared to your 18 hour Apple Watches. Um, and it looks like a normal watch to me, so I like it. Um, it looks a little big on my wrist nowadays because of my my tiny wrist. <laughs> <laughs> ah. So, but um, but it's been it's been great. I love it. I've always been happy with it. So, 
Yeah. Um, so I think that's what it contributed to me sleeping in, not having my watch on. So are you going to take that your watch often? off no. now? No. No? No, because... You didn't like sleeping in? I don't. I don't like sleeping in. Well, not that in. that's going to... Not that... Not that that's going to happen every day because yeah. there's going to come a point in time when I'm going to be like, well, uh, well, well baby? Here, here's the thing. It, 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 it was funny because um, I, I think I woke up at eight or so and I heard you and you had yelled at him. Oh, yeah. So loud. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, oh shit. So yeah. It, no, she, but it's no, going, no. It's going it's, down. Here's, here's what it is. With Skylar, I've noticed you got to get, there's a moment where you got to just get his attention. And I, li- he was like in a, he was in a trance of, no, I want this and I want that. And he gets like, and you know, he gets in his word. And I literally from like a few feet away, I clapped my hands really loud and I went, Skyler. And he just froze and he looked at me and it was like, it just snaps him out of it. That was it. That was it. Yeah, After that, I, I was he like, then, it's like Jekyll and Hyde. And then he then like clicks out and it's like, okay, we're back to regularly scheduled programming. It's like happy. It's a happy. It's a happy. And then he gets upset because he tells me he doesn't like <gasps> my face mad. He wants my face happy. Look at your half an hour glass. Mira. Ay, look at this. Look at look this. At look these. at this. It's almost there. Anyways. Um, all right, yes, baby. That, w- that was that yell. Okay. So good. <laughs> all right. So we, 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 we survived. He didn't freak out. Yeah. This episode. I think just in the beginning he was just you know, but but uh, it was good. He had several hours. He's such good. Like imagine his playtime today. I I laid down in his bed and all I see I him is like making little voice. I love when he does that and all the voices for the characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's he he has like the little men and the dinosaurs and the dinosaurs talk to each other. So the dinosaurs are like oh. Can I eat this? And the other one goes, Yes, of course you can eat that. He do, said do, that. Oh, he my did. God, yeah. That's oh, so funny. can I do this? Yes, of course you can do that. Like, like ask each. <laughs> it's amazing. And I'm just laying there like this is just the epitome of being a almost four year old. There you go. Anyways, baby. Well, guys, as always, rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. This is day twelve. Day correct? twelve. Day it, twelve. Is day twelve of the the third time, or is it, yes, this is day, day 12. twelve. The real day twelve. The real day twelve. All right, guys. Love you, baby. Love you, baby. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.